in the future, I'm going to have a uh, multi-galactic space agency. And uh, the way I'm going to build it is uh, more like as an independent civilization. And uh, so when I come to the Earth um, or other worlds, what I'll do is offer that uh, schools can bring uh, students and staff to space. And my space program will be bringing you to space for a dollar per person in general. In really poor places, the Earth is the only place that has places this poor in the whole universe, actually. Um, I'll take people for free when they're really poor, but um, I'm going to try to charge a dollar, and my spaceships are big. Um, the, the Earth will, um, has laws, so um, schools can't go places if it's not um, already pre-approved. So one of the first things I'll do when I start my space agency is I'll have government agencies come get on my spaceships federal agencies from every government around the world. I just do it all in one day and they can, you know, look at the spaceships and see how they work and stuff and they'll be flying around the earth a lot and the people realize they're perfectly safe and the governments will issue approval saying that Dale's spaceships are perfectly safe and do not require any specialized training to get on. And so if you're at a school and you're interested in going on my uh, space tours in the future when I start the space tour program, the, uh, the spaceships, um, you just have a door that opens, you just walk on. So the only safety hazards on the spaceships are uh, walking on the spaceship and then walking off, and that's it. Um, you want to make sure that the door doesn't hit you, like it doesn't bump into you. And so I'll do all that I can to make sure doors don't close. But to be honest, it's still really difficult to design a door that's um, safe, even if someone's standing in the way. The door can't open. You know, it'd have to be like a paper door that like folds a bunch of times and unfolds like around them or something. It's hard to do that with metal. You know, something like a slinky or something. And so, um, uh, the, the first thing is you'll have um, government approval, and I'll tell them that they need to issue it to all the schools or put it on a data, like a website where all the schools can read it. And then I'll be working with the news agencies, and they'll just announce it. The schools can go to like government.org slash. Uh, school field trips or something and then you'll be able to read it that there's uh, pre-approval from every federal agency and uh, every government in the world uh, that it's safe so the next thing is scheduling um, I'll have uh, administrative assistants that will uh, contact you and in the earth they approximate no one knows for sure that there's probably about four million schools the reason is no one's ever uh, no one's counted them uh, schools for privacy don't put a lot on uh, the internet and Google now the search engines censor the results because people might do uh, inappropriate things in schools. So it's actually really difficult for statisticians in the earth, not for me, but for statisticians to count all the schools. I just haven't done it yet. So there's probably about 4 million schools. And so I'll have my administrative assistants reach out to you and offer you different dates and times for uh, scheduling field trips. And then it's first come first serve in scheduling. Now, if, if every school in the um, earth wants to go once per um, semester, I'll need, or once per year, I'll need at least 300 spaceships going, uh, coming and going from the Earth every single day, just doing field trips in order to get to most of the schools. So, um, if a school is really interested in going once or twice or three times in a year into space, what it's like is we, uh, I land someplace in a large area near your school, like it could be a big grassy field or a football field or a soccer field or something. And then um, the spaceship lands. And typically, because of the size of a football field, it, I can land a spaceship that can um, hold comfortably 400 adults. 
So with, with children, or if you guys want to cram in, we can fit up to nine times as many people if it's really crammed in. So that would be um, more than 3,000 people um, on those size spaceships. But um, comfortably, we can fit about uh, 400 adults on those size spaceships. And so um, what we do is we just land, we open the doors, you can walk on with the students and stuff. And then I know you guys like it to go single file and stuff. And then we go to space and we come back. Now for my spaceships, I charge for the whole duration. It's like um, renting a car or a taxi. When it arrives, uh, that's when the charge starts for you. And so um, if you let children just kind of like run on and go stand in the spaceship, that's... Um, perfectly allowed with me yeah, there's nothing I'll make it so there's nothing that's not allowed uh, me. there's nothing that they can't break that's what I meant to say so like there's no there's nothing in the spaceships they're empty they're designed for people and they're designed for space travel and so earth space rockets are designed so you need like spaceships and all kinds of other stuff but my spaceship's designed you can just walk on and close the doors you get a perfect air seal the space we come back and we're done so uh, the when you guys load onto the spaceship um, if it takes an hour to get on the spaceship then um, we plan for that and it's like um, anytime you move all the students, if it takes an hour for them to go out of class and an hour to get back in, then we add an extra time for them to get on the spaceship. So we might say, well, let's factor in two hours to get on and off the spaceship and then an hour in space. That's a three-hour trip and that'll cost you $3 per person. We charge a dollar per hour per person. And for us, we get uh, enough money to keep the, comp the company going. And I can um, do it for a low price, only a dollar per person per hour. And so we book it. It's first come, first serve. And then what we do is we get on the spaceship, we go to space, and then we can pretty much look at anything. And what I want to do is schedule out the space trips. And so in the first year, I want to schedule out space trips that go to every world in the solar system kind of over and over again. And that'll give me a chance for people that want to go twice from a big city like Shanghai or something. They could go to Neptune twice or three times or something. But also, um, it gives them a chance to see the stuff nearby. And I can go to all the cities in the Earth. And I can kind of slowly... Um, uh, do more and more interesting trips and so in the second year we might go to farther away places and so in other solar systems there's other interesting worlds that are uninhabited like Neptune, Saturn, Mars, Mercury, Venus, Uranus and then um, the next year after that it might be uh, inhabited worlds inside this uh, uh, galaxy and so we will talk to the people because of, there's a lot of th things with that to consider but students might want to see what that's like and then maybe in the fourth year we might do space kind of research so by then I might have spaceships that are designed to uh, in the next year we might do something like uh, seeing the earth from above another year we might do um, science experiments where we can take things and put them inside the spaceship outside and then back in if anyone's interested in doing that and then you would be able to see that technology be government approved and everything the government would do a safety check and then there would be also uh, you know one year i might um for some spaceships make it so there's less gravity on the spaceship my spaceship has what you might call anti-gravity technology so kids can like jump really high and that kind of stuff they might really enjoy that kind of thing and then you guys might want to do um observational studies and so on my spaceships there's um, allowed cell phones, tablets, that kind of stuff. And with those kinds of technology, people can get videos and they come back and make their like uh, YouTube videos and stuff like that. And then people that watch those videos might do compilations of like what Neptune looked like, Uranus, Saturn, Jupiter. And so one day I might uh, put television on my um, spaceship, big TV screens, where you can see like what Neptune looked like in the past while you look at it today and you can see if there's differences and so you guys might do um, stuff like that and you might have other school projects where you want to do like that same thing in space
And so that's just something that you might decide based on your curriculum because I don't decide your curriculum. And so um, that's the kind of things that we would do in space. But primarily it's just observer, observing space. If you guys wanted to bring a telescope or something, we could probably arrange those kinds of things. That's no problem. The only challenge for me with schools is that the, getting kids on and off the spaceship might take a little bit longer than with adults because you guys have them go single file and stuff. And so we would just want to schedule an extra hour or two to make sure that I can get, um, I can land in time. You guys can unload in time. You're back at school before the school's out. And, um, also, uh, you know, I might in a, in a day, one of my space pilots might be able to go to another school and do another field trip. And so they need to get there on time. And so, um, the way I would, the way I would do this, like I said, is places near the earth, places a little farther away, using my spaceship technology and that would give my pilots a year to learn each thing they would have one year so i'm going to teach my space pilots they have a university program that i've made and then they get a lot of training hands-on training and observational training and stuff like that but then when they start doing this the the training they're going from the earth to neptune and back which for them is very simple but they'll get a whole year of it and then the next year they get to go to farther away places and they get a whole year of it it's only slightly farther and then in another year they can go even farther and then back and so they'll be able to year by year travel to different places and so for them that's excellent training it's not overwhelming and uh, it's a lot of fun for my pilots as well so if you're interested in booking a, um, a, a tour of the space on my website you'll be able to find a contact Dale button to schedule it and you can look at my schedule and look for openings on my spaceships in the future you'll be able to do that or you can just send a request and say that there's a certain day of the week or time of year that you're interested in us bringing you to space and we just want to know how many students you're interested in bringing how much staff just give us an approximate number again the the, the room of our spaceship is uh, somewhat flexible because they're so large we can fit a lot of people and also, um, if you are interested in doing anything in addition to uh, a space trip, so that would be like uh, scientific studies or school studies or something like that. And I also, like I said, allow, I allow everyone to film everything. It's not secret.